Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1820. Today, the story of how Vader decided to make Mustafar his home for real and for keeps, among other stories as well. Let's go. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where we're going to be talking about the final story arc in the Dark Lord of the Sith series and this is the Fortress Vader story arc. But you know, it's a seven issue arc and it's a long one, I mean, as far as these story arcs go, but it really is kind of divided into a couple of different stories. And so we're going to tackle them over the course of two days because it's a lot to fit in. <laughs> but let's start with the first half where, you know, as we learned from the story arc that we discussed yesterday... There haven't been a heck of a lot of Jedi left in the galaxy for Darth Vader to pursue. And so here we are three years after the fall of the Republic. And it's getting a little slow going, but they finally tracked down Eeth Koth. And unfortunately, they tracked him down at possibly the worst time, which is when his wife has just had a baby. So, I mean, uh, it doesn't get more tragic than that. And... Uh, you know, it actually gets sadistic, quite honestly, because while Vader is taking on Eeth Koth, he manages to create a diversion that allows his wife and baby to get away, at least for a time. And the Inquisitors are with Vader and they track her down right as she's about to get onto a shuttle. And one of the sisters says, go ahead, go and lets her go, and one of the other Inquisitors is nearby and says, are you kidding me? Do you know what Vader's gonna do when this is done? And she's like, eh, nothing's done yet. And as the shuttle takes off, she uses the force to pull the baby out of the shuttle as it's taking off and steals the baby from the mom. Ugh, really evil. And so they get back to Coruscant to the Inquisitor's headquarters and deliver the baby who is now going to be raised, presumably, as an Inquisitor. So that is about as awful as you could possibly imagine. Meanwhile, Vader begins to sense that things are not going very well within the Inquisitorius, and maybe it's because they're getting bored now <laughs> that they don't have as many Jedi to hunt down, but... Apparently, a couple of them are starting to have feelings for each other, which, you know, the dark side of the Force was kind of okay with that, but Vader apparently is not. And so he starts to go tear up the Inquisitors and the two that are starting to fall for each other. But really, ultimately, what he says to Palpatine is it isn't necessarily about that. It's about the fact that they were forming a coalition that was eventually planning to go up against Palpatine and Vader and try to usurp their authority and you know, take over the whole place. Uh, yeah, and he couldn't allow that to stand. But unfortunately, Vader made a mess of things doing 
kid because there is a chase all across Coruscant and at one point Vader trashed a speeder that ended up crashing down on a senator with whom the Emperor was having some sort of business dealings, an ally, and he's dead now because of Vader running rampant across Coruscant, which just can't happen. And so the Emperor is going to send the Inquisitors off-world so that way there's not going to be any incident like that on his own homeworld because if he can't control Coruscant, then the whispers will begin that he can't control anything. So this is a bad idea. And this actually ends up giving Vader the idea to ask for his own planet. And the timing of this turns out to be really good because <laughs> Palpatine's next assignment was actually going to send Vader to Alderaan to take Bail Organa to task because apparently, according to the Emperor, Bail thinks that Alderaan is sacrosanct and will not be affected by the Emperor's whims. And so he was going to send Vader to kind of set Bail straight. And Vader said... No, uh, you know, I've been doing this stuff for you. Now it's time for you to give me a world. And, you know, once you've done that, then I'll get back to work. But for now, it's time that you give me a place to make my own. And so <laughs> we'll explain what that means and why he's doing it and how it ties into Vader Immortal after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Razor. If you've got a business that needs to reach a dedicated audience of Star Wars fans, or you know somebody who does, then you might want to reach out to me. <laughs> I've got a show that reaches thousands of people between the audio version, the video version, and our social media channels, and I'd love to find out how I can help you with your business ventures, too. Just reach out at sw7x7.com sponsors. That's plural, S-P-O-N-S-O-R-S. That's sw7x7.com sponsors, and let's see how we can work together. Welcome back. So you might have guessed from the top of the show that he is asking for Mustafar. Why is he doing that? Well, <laughs> he doesn't want to say, but the Emperor is going to make him. And so what Vader tells the Emperor is that when the Emperor sent Vader to Mustafar to bleed his kyber crystal, he was able to see deeper into the Force than he's ever been able to do before and that he believes that Mustafar is a locus for force energy and for possibilities that might otherwise seem impossible. In other words, to pursue the possibility of bringing Padme back from the dead. To which, of course, Palpatine says, Yeah, you're a true Sith. You don't let anything go. <laughs> And so he says, yeah, you can have Mustafar, no problem. In fact, I'll send you with the Imperial Architect who helped design all the changes to my new palace and scrubbed any references to the Jedi clean and whatnot. So they head off to Mustafar and it gets rather comical because this architect is like, yeah, you know, some clients say they don't know what they want. And then, you know, suddenly they find that they have 10,000 opinions about things. And so you get to hear somebody like, oh yeah, this is just another client and he's a pain in the butt, but eh, you know, give me some tea now and I'll need brandy later. And it's just like, it's a normal working day. But, of course, it's not a normal working day because as a gift, as a going away gift, Emperor Palpatine goes into that locker of Jedi and dark side weapons that Jocasta knew had been hiding and gives Vader a gift. And it's the mask of Lord Momin, who was a rather remarkable 
Sith who preferred to create rather than destroy. At least this is how Palpatine puts it. And Palpatine says, yes, he was very much like me because I'd rather create than destroy. And the Mask of Lord Momin actually showed up previously in Star Wars comics. It was the thing in the very first Lando miniseries that possessed people on his ship, on Palpatine's ship, the Imperialis, the one that Lando actually stole, which is its own story entirely. But anyway, the Mask of Lord Moment is able to possess people, and it actually ends up possessing the assistant to the chief Imperial architect who proposes one design for Vader, and Vader says, nope, start over. And actually, the Mask of Lord Momin also happens to be an architect who has his own plans for what Vader's fortress should be, which, you know, certainly looks like one that Vader approves of. And the Mask not only possesses that assistant, but then kills the chief architect, displays his plans for Vader, and Vader ends up killing that assistant as well before he starts to get to know Lord Momin via the Mask. And that is what we're going to talk about on tomorrow's episode, the other half of that story arc, where Momin gets into Vader's head, and vice versa. And, like I said, you know, <laughs> we'll talk about that because that's its own story. But for now, that's going to do it for today's episode and the first half of that Fortress of Vader story arc from the Dark Lord of the Sith series. And thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.